Clem Fandango, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Anyways, was, I was going to say I was, saw this. Oh. oh, sorry. I was just going to say I saw this awesome meme, and it was that shot of Yavin when they're all taking off, and it was um, man up up a pole, a Star yeah, Wars that story. Dude. It yeah, was the like... guy. It was just the guy who's like <laughs> tracking the ships. <laughs> I, I, I like, want to know what his I job would, is. I would watch that. Like I want to know yeah. what his yeah. job is. He's just like. Yeah, kind of want to show about that. Stuff. Is he that like enforcing the speed limit? Yeah, I kind of want to show about that guy who was gonna sell death sticks to Obi Wan. You ever? Uh, you want to buy some death sticks? I don't want to sell. Hell yeah! You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to him? Like uh, another one? I, I just know. watched. Okay, so in prepper. First off, welcome everybody to What's Up Fandom. My name is Josh, and today I'm joined by some very special guests. I have Mr. Jason Simpson. Hey, hello, Adrian. I was going to do that. Oh. <laughs> That's a thing that no one's going to get. There's a part two. <laughs> there is okay. a part two. Uh, and Nick Wolfhard. Hi there. Uh, so uh, today we're going to be talking some Star War. Um, because really, it's just one big war. It just continues okay. to like 38 movies. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Check me on that. It's the same thing. It just keeps going. What's uh, that so bad take? We're gonna What's that joke in a... Wasn't there that joke in Arrested Development where the lady said, here's $5, go see a Star War? Correct. Oh, Does anyone remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen Arrested Development. I'm a bad boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to do, do part one because, like, we're going to be dating this episode. Uh, yesterday was the big Disney Fox Lucas film ridiculous thing where they uh shareholders meeting where they announced tons of things so we've got like 38 new star wars and uh disney properties uh we're gonna go over the star wars ones in part one and then in part two we're gonna talk about just star war like how we got into star war and all that fun jazz um so first guys uh i for preparations for today uh, i watched the mando episode um i went and got a drug test uh, and then after that, I decided to uh, help myself unwind from the drug test. I got Taco Bell and I watched episode one. So it was like peak, like 2003, Josh. And I was very happy. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. It was, That's it was great. Uh, did you guys do any uh, prep for uh, this wonderful episode? Uh, I haven't seen the new Mando episode, but I did finish all of Clone Wars uh finally and uh we're talking about the mandalorian episode where bill burr comes back right yes i love him he's great in that show uh yeah i i have yet to watch the newest episode and um yeah what what about you two anything my uh my life has been preparation for today so uh, <laughs> the only thing i haven't seen is the newest uh, episode of mando i do that on friday nights i get my son a happy meal and I get myself a quarter pounder with cheese. And after he goes yes. to bed, I watch Mando. That's, that's every the way Friday. To, that's the way to do it. I watch it with my uh, yeah. my family usually. It nice. is a family thing in our house as well. So uh, mm -hmm. I have not yet watched it. Oh, hmm. you guys flexing your families. <laughs> yeah, just bragging. <laughs> Some of us over here, we can't do that. Um, but no, yeah. So uh, I watched it. So, oh. <laughs> well, what <laughs> happens in this episode, everybody? This newest episode of The Mandalorian that came out on December 11th. Uh, do you guys want me to just go ahead and spoil it for you? Or uh, absolutely not. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> nah. 
I'll be good, Pass. I guess. Um, so first off, uh, let's talk about all these new these new things that got announced. So we have a uh, we have a Lando series coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That was that was teased, I think, in Rise of Skywalker. I think, I think they teased that at the end of that movie. But is it going to be? But I I I get the feeling. So my thing before they even announced this. I, when I walked out of Solo, which I loved, okay, and I, I, I think it was actually one of the best of the new Disney films. Agreed. And, uh, I felt yeah, asleep. thank you. Um, and, uh, but I walked out of there going, there has got to be a Lando Chronicles show. Because he's sitting there at that one point, and he's on the Falcon, and, and, you know, Donald Glover's recording, like, the Lando Chronicles and telling that story. And I was like, I want that, but I want them to take it, and it be, like, Billy D at the beginning of the episode, and he's just like, once upon a time. And then it'll like go into like Donald Glover age and, uh, and have it like super stylized as though it's like in Lando's head, him telling the story and just do something different and fun with it. That's so my... like, so like how I met your mother where, you know, interesting. We, we could do yeah. like that type of thing. So like Billy D is doing voiceover, but then it's Donald Glover. Yeah. I know. That and because I think... it's his POV, it, it could be really like, I don't know. I think you could just do something really differently uh, stylistically. I think um I think Donald Glover's actually already signed on. I read something about that. Is that is that true? Is he signed on? I not that I've I've not read anything oh. that he signed on, but I mean like I don't know why you would recast. Oh no, he I mean, he is perfect yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's fantastic as Lando. I wasn't sure what it was going to be if it was just going to be Billy D Williams. I actually like Adrian's idea. I think it'd be I actually see what I would like I think is we'd have one Billy D episode and one Donald Glover episode and they switch between the two like uh like one you know one two one two one two so yeah. i don't know that's interesting oh as long as no 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 spocking going on that's <laughs> be, you know that'd be great though keep them separate billy d williams well, there's gonna be a red matter thing it's gonna well, be awesome well wait wait wait. No, be, i, have, I cool haven't off. finished i have i haven't finished what if the um what if eventually by the end of the season the past the donald glover episodes end up converging with the billy d williams episodes and so like by the end of the season it'll they'll the storylines will end up like connecting basically like like hey remember this happened this happened and this happened in those previous episodes well now in the billy d williams episode we get to follow up on that yeah like, like, something he, like he's, that. he's setting he's right. setting the the scene yeah for, donald glover's like, episode will set the scene the and then yeah yeah i can, I, can, I feel that off i'm picking that up what you're down. Uh, then we've what got, if we uh, what if we find out that when he was younger he he was cut in half and his lower half has always been like android. <laughs> I mean it, that would why? make sense because like I mean like, that, that's why he's so <laughs> because uh, it's original with the, with the ship. <laughs> that's never okay. been that's never been done before. That's never yeah. been done in Star Wars ever. <laughs> Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yeah. yeah Darth Maul's <laughs> recent. Oh, dude, he's so good in Clone Wars. Like, he, like, they turn that character from just, like, a cool dude with, like, two lightsabers into, like, genuinely probably one of the most well-written characters in anything Star Wars ever. The guy who plays him, Sa- uh, Sam Witwer, mm-hmm. he is fantastic. Yeah, he's he so yeah. good. Do you, do you think they'll yeah. get... So He's I mean, no Peter like, Sarah Finowitz, but uh, that's another story altogether. Well, so from that, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna continue. Uh, we're gonna continue on, you know, Darth Maul. Um, so then we've got Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, yeah. we, so we we get the an Obi Wan uh, series with uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Um, it'll be interesting 
because to see maybe if they bring Ray Park back as you know Robo Mall to fight Ewan McGregor. That would that's kind of what I'm hoping. Uh, I think that would be really cool. See, I think I I've heard people talk about this, but the problem is, uh, I'm pretty sure in Star Wars Rebels, the animated show, he fights Maul in in like a like a Mexican standoff style, and I think there's dialogue where he says like. Look what became of you. Like, look what's happened to us. Like, Darth Maul says something like that. So, I don't know if there's anything in there that basically makes it so they can't fight again in live action. But I, right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, who knows? I did read a thing too where they're going to do uh, something. Like, there was something came out. Like, an article today came out um, that said that they're possibly going to have them. You know vader and obi-wan meet again before yeah. new hope which i think is a little bit weird oh, you and mcgregor i think teased that yeah he yeah teased and it. i i'm kind of like mm, me no like he's odd me no um, like but there yeah. there was an old uh is it expanded universe is that what they call the old books now that yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah uh legends legends, legends. legends there is an yeah. old legends where like there's young uh obi uh, young luke skywalker gets like captured by pirates that are going to sell him over to the empire and obi-wan has to stop them um and like i think boba fett gets involved at one point it's really kind of weird um i don't know maybe if that's what they're going for but that would be kind of interesting if maybe they kind of bleed a little bit here's my question will they in the kenobi series grand moff tarkin older kenobi do we have money Mm. on that Grand Moff. I don't know what because about- you know what you know what what's gonna blow your mind. Um, Ewan is almost as old as uh, oh, yes. yeah. Alec Guinness was in A New Hope. Crazy. Uh, Alec Guinness yeah. was in his late fifties in A New Hope. Because like you know, this yeah. is, I think they said this is uh, this only takes place like X amount of years after Sith. I think it was like eight years after Sith. Ten. So, they said ten. Yeah. Okay, so see, e- yeah. even ten, it's like you can still prosthetic yeah. him because I mean. He gets to be, uh, I mean, he's only, well, here, here's, think, now, now, yeah. now we get in some weird thing, because, like, Luke's only, like, 24, so. I think I read that A New Hope is that. 19 years after episode three, so I think, and that this is 10 years. Yes, Luke's 19. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so this is, this is yeah, so this is 10 years um my literally like my only wish for the show was that uh hayden christensen would like get back on board because i you know i i'm you know i grew up with the prequels right and i know a lot of i know mm-hmm. you you guys probably aren't that big fans but like um i really liked anakin no, i was a, i was yeah. i love prequels yeah, yeah. Oh, my favorite star wars is I, I loved um I loved Anakin uh in that and I loved him in I, I loved him even more in Clone Wars but like uh, I genuinely believe Hayden Christensen is a good actor if he has like a good script, yeah, and and that's... like great di- and great dialogue. And I, mean, he I only... think, th- yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't have a lot to work with in mm. two and three. Some of his absolute best acting is just in his like body language, like those like thousand yard stares he gives, like in some of those scenes are just like fantastic. But yeah, my my one wish was that uh, he would come back as Darth Vader. Um, and Ewan McGregor is really happy about it too. I saw a quote. He said, "He said the absolute best thing about making the show for me is that I get to work with Hayden Christensen again." That's what he said. So yeah, Aww, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember, um, because I was in high school when the prequels. Well, actually, no, the first 
episode one came out when I was in grade six, I guess, leaving elementary school. Then uh, Attack of the Clones was going into high school in grade nine. And then Revenge of the Sith was leaving high school. So uh, in that in between, I was just like, I just sucked up all the info. And it wasn't like it is now. Like if you remember the prequels uh, era, the Star Wars official website would just pump out content constantly of like making of videos, like a year out. Yeah, from the they had like, like now when it's like, you know, you just you don't see anything, which I get to to some degree. But on the other side of things, I don't know. I loved it. Like I loved I remember watching the videos of Ewan and um, and Hayden prepping for the big duel and stuff, cool. you know, way, way ahead. I, and that was I, so exciting. Like I love yeah. that. Yeah. I had the DVD for episode three and um i i all those featurettes were on the dvd but i found out that they were they actually debuted online first and yeah. i was like really that's actually that's kind of uh ahead of its time to do that to it debut was. it online first you would sign up yeah, and like i remember i signed up and i'd get an email like it was like once a week or something and they would reveal like there'd be like mm. a picture of a prop and then there would be um there, i don't yeah. think there were videos every week but like they would the videos would drop mm. occasionally and they did that with with each movie it was awesome yeah like starwars.com yeah. in the day was like the best because like i remember going to walmart and there was like they did a thing where they were like special figures like three months before the movie came out like episode two came out and there was like mm-hmm. this is Django fett and i was like Django fett what is that so then you go to <laughs> starwars.com like on the back of the box was like read more at starwars.com and then it would take you to like to their like dictionary page where you could just like look up everybody that's ever been in star wars and i was just like reading all this mm-hmm. stuff about episode two before the movie came out that was the best like yeah. that starwars.com was so good you got to see so many cool things and read so many cool things it was it was great i wish i knew yeah, I was. I think I was like too young to really like know about it. The most I would do back when Attack of the Clones came out was I would, me and my dad would go on Yahoo Videos or Nickelodeon.com and I'd play Flash games or he'd show me music videos. But I remember I went to StarWars.com when they revealed uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars for the first time, like the movie. And right. I was like, no way that Asajj Ventress is back? That's crazy. Because like um, she was in the previous Clone Wars by yeah, she was Gen- in the Gendi which I'm pretty sure I, I don't or is I don't even think Disney's allowed to talk about that. There's no like legal way to watch it, I think, um, currently. Yeah, um, you, you would have had but to. But I'm sure there will be like eventually. And buy Who watches those... things legally anymore? Yeah. Good people. <laughs> oh good people, Jason. Oh, people I have who those are on, on a podcast, good my friend. I mean, besides us. <laughs> people who like it. People who like to have work. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding, Jason. Uh, um. <laughs> you have tons of work. You know what I, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, no, I I I, <laughs> I was I was I was surprised to see Ventress back because that obviously means that George Lucas probably liked her so much. I want. I'm still wondering to the, to this day if uh, if Tartakovsky got paid royalties for her because I think he does mm. I think he designed her originally. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, because I don't think uh, she shows I, I mean, up until his stuff. I think she's brand new. Like his like OC character. Yeah, she is. She didn't show up until Tarkovsky's cartoon, and I wouldn't be surprised if they 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 gave him some like compensation or royalties when the original came out or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, is she? When, what happened to her? Like I I did I haven't read or watched uh, Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like she, that. She they she they off her, or did she become? No, a, actually, she, she, didn't she become like one of those sisters or something? 
Yeah, so basically what happened was her story is extremely dark. Her she gets uh double-crossed by Count Dooku because Palpatine was worried because she was getting like way too strong for for her own good. Um so he made Dooku double-cross her. She went back to uh her night sister's planet and uh she basically they pumped Darth Maul's brother full of like this night sister force energy to try and uh trick Count Dooku into having a new apprentice but he was actually going to kill Dooku. The thing is uh the D- Darth Maul's brother crossed them both. So he just went on his own. He went rogue on both of them. And then later on was his name like, showed like up on Gary her home planet Maul? and Keith Keith Maul. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Maul. <laughs> He's voiced by Clancy Brown. I I know that. I I don't oh, remember his name, Clancy's but oh, uh, nice. I, amazing. Yeah. He's fantastic, yeah. yeah and uh, and then later on, um, General Grievous showed up on her planet because Count Dooku found out uh, that it was her that sent him, and Grievous massacred her entire race on camera. It's one of the darkest ep- like things in Star Wars ever. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He literally committed like ge- like genocide. I think she and the Night Mother were the only ones to survive. And even then, Grievous killed her later on in a comic, so. Wow. So Grievous is a bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, fu- it's funny. The, vo- the voice of Grievous is actually, I think he's a sound designer at Lucasfilm primarily. He was. Yeah. So the, the cool story about that was they were auditioning a whole bunch of big names, and the closest one to booking it was uh, Gary Oldman. And they had oh, Gary cool. Oldman in there, and they were working with him. And, uh, and, uh, I, forget, I think his name's Matt. I forget the, his last name, the guy who voiced him, but yeah, he was the Matt sound Lanter? engineer. Mm. Matt Lanter? No. I don't no, know. No, that's Anakin so. in Clone Wars. Yeah. 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 And so he was, uh, you know, they were working on it and, um, and the engineer was giving him an example of like what, you know, they kind of thought he should sound like. And Gary Oldman wasn't quite yeah, they couldn't quite find anything yeah. that worked. And then it was Gary Oldman's suggestion. He was talking to the producers and he said, why don't you just hire Matt? He's great. Um, and then <laughs> they ended up hiring him. And then the weirdest thing, though, is that cough that he has was George Lucas because George Lucas was really sick. And then I think it was like Ben Burt or somebody, you know, the main sound designer, decided, oh, let's record that. And then they threw that into the character of Grievous, which is strange. I, I, that was I, heard, about the cold, I heard about the cold part, which was, which was good. I like the... Um... I like the explanation for his cough, like in canon, is basically that because uh, essentially Grievous is like an early Darth Vader prototype in terms of like, you know, like his his design. So yeah. the reason why he coughs is because his his cyborg body is just so bad. Like, I mean, it's it's just it's not like implemented correctly. So he just has breathing problems. Well, in the so. in the Gindi one, I think it's either like. Coyote Mundi or Mace yeah. Windu like punches him and like breaks it, and then he's like, "Yeah, in, he has in, to cough the entire." I thing. remember that. Yeah, cl- um, he Mace Windu uses like force choke on his chest as he's like taking off, that's and cool. his 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 ribs essentially break, and for the and that's like that that explanation as to why he has like breathing problems. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we can say in the Clone Wars, uh, there's a Bad Batch uh, series coming out and. Yeah. I guess that's from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I animated. Think I'm I, th- with, this uh... is the only one that's animated, I think. 
it's well, a cool well, title yeah. too. Um, no, I mean there's is, another. Yeah. There's yeah, uh, Brent, Brent Friedman. Brent Friedman, I think, wrote, co-wrote the uh, Bad Batch arc, and I'm actually going to be working with him on uh, New Gen with my brother, which is nice. a, which I, I've told about on the on the podcast before, but but yeah, um, I love the Bad Batch. Me and my dad watched it, and uh, my dad was. I think I think my dad literally said something like. Or I I did or my dad was like I'd watch a whole show about these guys and lo and behold, <laughs> so yeah yeah oh so uh, they had so they had their own episode is that it like because yeah, I I, I actually have no idea where they're in Clone Wars the final season they had their own episode arc, um which was great it was fantastic, uh it actually tied into a previous arc about a clone who was thought to be dead, um and by the end of it he actually ends up joining the Bad Batch, so. Okay. Funky. And then they're getting their own nice. show now. Yeah. yeah, and then I guess also that's going to be animated. Awesome. We've got uh, Star Wars Visions, which is going to be anime-themed yes. uh, Star Wars content, which is going to be It's going to be like the be really Animatrix cool. of Star Wars. Yeah, anime shorts. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Animatrix was awesome. Yeah, there was, um, I don't know, I think it was a fan video. There's somewhere there's an anime video of like an X-Wing TIE Fighter duel. Yeah, that TIE Fighter something. Duel? Yeah, I remember that one's awesome. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing that and I'm like, oh, yeah. this needs to be a thing. Like, this is so awesome. Oda King. I think, his, I think his name is Oda King. O-T-A-K-I-N-G. I think I'm subscribed to him on YouTube. But, but yeah, he makes other stuff too that's, that's just great. But yeah. Nice. Um, and then what we've else? Got, what else? I guess uh, we've we've got a droid story. <laughs> I guess right. that means they're like, let's give Anthony Daniels some more work. Yeah, that's basically. What I would that's I would watch be. I would watch him for an hour, uh, once a week. I met him. <laughs> so I met weeks. him once. Okay, <laughs> I see. Was, well, guess what? <laughs> he was I helped very. Him. He was oh, very short you. with people. I helped him open a bag of peanuts once. I who not... played R2D2 was much shorter. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding, by the way. I actually did ha- help him open a bag I'm of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I, I'm the thing I'm most excited about, um, and to be honest, has always been my favorite part of Star Wars. I love all of Star Wars, but mo- the thing that I always geeked out the most about. Uh, was the space battles and the dogfighting as a kid. That stuff blew my mind. And then I was also like way into X-Wing as a kid, the original PC game. And the idea of Rogue Squadron being a movie, because uh, Rogue One, I just thought the space battle in Rogue One was so freaking well done. The best. It was the best. It It was amazing. And I was very let down all across the sequel trilogy, which I think there's lots of great stuff in, but uh, I just I didn't like any of the space stuff in it. I thought it was all just like, okay, fly straight at it and shoot it lots, and like that's literally every battle. In the, you did, in the, you, you know, didn't I, you didn't like I, the? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I I I, uh, I can expand on that later. But but like uh, what what um, Gareth Edwards really nailed was a the World War II inspiration that mm-hmm. uh, George Lucas instead of animatics at the time, which didn't, weren't really a thing, in the early edits of Star Wars to show the ILM what to do, he actually cut footage, dogfight footage from World War II movies and actual World War II footage. And, uh, and he, he cut a reel basically instead of doing animatics. And they, so they based all the motion and everything off that. And, oh. um, and Rogue One absolutely nails that. And they also nail that Star Wars bat- space battles always have like 
a progression. There's clear objectives. Okay, we got to do this, then we got to do that. And then there's, you know, like it's, it's not just like everybody fly at each other and shoot lots, you know, like there's a, I yeah. just, so anyways, the idea I, that, yeah. that they're picking up on that and making a Rogue Squadron movie makes me so excited. I really like, um, I will say I, I really like in the Disney movies how they get really creative with hi the hyperdrive. Like there's that great scene in Rogue One where um, the Imperial Star Destroyer all of a sudden just comes out of hyperspace and the yeah. X-Wings just crash into it. Yeah. And that scene in The Last Jedi, which was I actually going to bring up, um, I'm sure you, like I know you uh, you probably don't like the, the space battles, in the, but you know the, the scene in Last Jedi where she goes into hyperdrive and that fantastic scene of her like splitting the ship do you remember that? Oh, that was oh, yeah. cool. No, no, no. I like that. That yeah. was cool. That no, was I awesome. just meant the yeah. yeah, I meant the actual battles. Like the, yeah, they, the battle. they don't have a lot of yeah. dog fights in in, the, in these it's, new yeah. ones. Yeah, it's a little marvelly for yeah. me in that there are lots of like there's just lots of cool shit happening on screen all at the same time kind of thing, but there isn't like a clear there's no substance to it. There's, there's, there's no a lot of there's, no, a lot just of, like, there's a lot of cool visuals, but yes. there's not a lot of you know meat and potatoes. Yeah. Correct. I think there's a, cool a, substance. Like... I think there's cool substance in the Marvel movies, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Marvel too. I just mean the that the the, the, the oh. way they treat the battles themselves. So, so oh, like, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and and that's not a blanket statement about all yeah. Marvel movies at all, but but just no, no, like no. It, I yeah yeah I I know that um I my one of my favorite like. I love that scene in Infinity War where they're all fighting Thanos and like Doctor Strange grows like 10 hands and like he like shadow clones himself and then Spider-Man's yeah. like going through all the different portals and he's like kicking him like You guys know what I'm talking about? He's sure. Like, it's worse than yeah, yeah. Like that. So cool. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh yeah, it Rogue Squadron will be fun. Like I remember uh <clears throat> you know reading those books when yeah, the, when the rogue squadron great. books came out those are really cool and is it patty jenkins they yeah yep. yeah yeah that's that's and, uh, exciting I don't for know me if, if you watched um there's a there's a they released a clip of her basically introducing the fact that she's directing it mm. and she references the fact that it's really cool because she's like you can't she's on like a runway and you can't really tell what what she's doing and she's like she's uh, rollerblading at the beginning yeah, she's rollerblading she's like, yeah, at first rollerblading. Yeah. and then she's like changing her shoes she's grabbing something out of her car and she's talking about the fact that her father was an f4 pilot in the u.s air force cool. and that her whole career she's been looking to for a movie that she could make that basically you know inspired by her dad That's cool. and she could never find the right script until now and then she puts on the x-wing helmet and I and got then, goosebumps. She, I was just, oh, yeah, you, awesome. you see her, you see her walking cool. off and she's like, yeah. putting on the orange X-Wing jumpsuit yeah, and she's cool. walking towards a, uh, an X-Wing. It's really dope. Wasn't Chris that Pine's the character... Other thing. Oh, I was just... Sorry, sorry I, I was just going to say, wasn't Chris Pine's character in Wonder Woman? He was also... He was a fighter pilot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He was yeah, a pilot. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor's always been... He's, he's been a fighter pilot. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but she she got creative with, with, uh, with like, those scenes with, like, the... Uh, all the bombs going off and in the sequel i saw in the trailer there's like a whole bunch of like fireworks that go off while they're flying in the in the plane so right yeah, yeah. apparently mm. there's a uh there's something on the 15th like i guess they're showing it early i guess there's some like it's fan on hbo event thing yeah or something yeah there's some yeah. like fan event they're like 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 virtual premiere and i'm like i don't know if they're actually going to show the film you know early before christmas or if they're just gonna be like here's a bunch of dc fandom stuff are we talking right. wonder woman 84 yeah 84 yeah. yeah oh 
Um, Adrian, sorry, I, I interrupted yeah. you. What were, were you gonna What were you gonna say? Oh, uh, uh, oh, I think I, I was just riffing on that, and, and that that just one of my favorite, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, I don't know if it's a trope or whatever, but one of my favorite Star Wars things uh, that Rogue One also gave me, and Force Awakens did it too really well. Was mm-hmm. is I love when, and it also goes back to old war movies when they scramble to get to their fighters. And mm-hmm. whether it's, uh, yeah. you know, the lead up to, it builds tension. You see mm-hmm. the guys putting on their gear yeah. and they're climbing up mm-hmm. the ladder and you're just going, and Rogue One did it so beautifully too. And you're just like, oh my God, yeah. not, you know, you know, not all these guys are coming back. You know what they're facing. Yeah. I love, and, and actually Patty Jenkins video reminded me of that. And that's just one of my favorite moments in any Star Wars movies when, you know, even in Battle of Hoth, when they're climbing into their, you know, and they're pulling the cockpit. I was, I was going to say, oh. I think the best example I was going to say the best example of that, I think, is probably the Battle of Hoth, where, where they're all just yeah. scrambling, because like, oh, oh crap, the Empire's coming, the Empire's coming. So they all just like scramble to their, their uh, fighters and go to yeah. Yeah, fight. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, saying on Rogue One, we've got the Andor uh, series coming out, so um, I, I'm kind of hoping. So, so here's, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that somehow uh, Cassian is going to be like a prince, and then, so then Prince he'd be Cassian. like Prince Cassian. I think that would be amazing. Um, I know nothing about that character. Like, they didn't really go into his backstory in Rogue One, right? Like, like they uh, just mentioned that he's. I don't been, remember. He says that he's been fighting since he was like eight years old. Or yeah, something. since a child. Yeah. Okay, so they can do a lot with that. They can do a lot yeah. with that. They could make him a Gundam like, pilot. That... He could be, you know, he's been a child soldier. <laughs> he could be a thing. prince, like. Like, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, be, you make him a be prince, from, like, royalty. and then you bring Eddie Izzard yeah. in, and he could be like a talking Jawa, and it'll he'll just it'll be Eddie great. Izzard should be involved. In I think Eddie Izzard stuff. should be involved in more things. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Is he uh, not in any of the yeah. Star? Does he, does he not do no, anything? No voices I don't anywhere. Think he's in any of the oh, Star Wars. Eddie Izzard. Good. He should have already been. Like the De- Death Star Canteen skit is just like one of the best things ever. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, like that. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, I, I was hoping more for like a Poe series than a than a Cassian series. Well, you might get that with uh, that New Republic show. I mean, he might show up once or twice, maybe. I don't think so. I think with New Republic, uh, I think that's going to tie in. And that's another one. We've got uh, Rangers of the New Republic. I think that's going to tie in more with their book series that they're doing. They're like prequel book series, which is also New Republic. Oh, I thought that was the High Republic. Oh, shoot. It is the High Republic. That's the other show. Well, the, 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 uh, th- that's the book series. There goes all of my notes that I had about that. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the show? What's the, what's the show set in the High Republic called that's supposed to be like an espionage series? I don't remember what oh, it's called. Scrapped. No, no, no. It, it just got announced yesterday. Really? I thought, that one, I thought that was the one from a while ago that got scrapped. No. Is that they, Acolyte, they announced, maybe? The Acolyte. Yeah, that's it. Okay. They announced they're making a, new, a High Republic like book series thing and the acolyte is set during that the high republic era that's a great name which, yeah the acolyte which is which is cool i'm, I'm excited for the high republic because we have uh two authors that are going to be coming on the show later on next year closer to the book releases that i'm very I'm, excited mm. for so oh they're they're the book right some of the book writers are writing on the show that's awesome oh uh, no so, uh, no they're coming on our show they're coming oh, on the podcast. oh that's sick they're coming on fantastic the congrats dude um yeah, yeah one... congrats I, I yeah oh, oh i was right. just gonna say i i've been i've been saying for years that like 
they should really dive into the Old Republic slash High Republic era because they've oh, yeah. never done it on film. And because there's so much, there's just, there's so much you can do and it's never been touched. So thank God, finally, they're diving we, into it. I and, hope we uh, get to go back to Tannis. I miss Tannis. Like, that would be really cool to go back to Tannis. I, yeah, I still have yet that? to that uh, play. That's this planet you start on that goes yeah, in Knights of the yeah. Old Republic and oh, Kotor. I, I haven't played any of the Kotor games. I still have. You should to, play but, Kotor. It's but great. It was big. I'm just I'm Kotor just very too. excited the that handmaiden, we're handmaiden. Handmaiden's the best. Yeah. Mm. I I'm just very yeah. They made those games in Vancouver, I think. Actually, Bioware made it. Yeah, I believe. Bioware. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Um, I uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna go on a tangent. You guys keep going. No, <laughs> tangents. That's what this oh, podcast tangent. is for. Go ahead. All right, tangent. Uh before any of that jazz in the middle of the 90s uh they had these you know i think that was like the dark horse uh era of the comic books and uh mm-hmm. they had the tales of the jedi which were like exarcoon and all that like um uh, ulic keldroma and all these like ancient jedi and all this stuff and that was before the old republic stuff was was coming out and um, they, I actually credit this to be one of my inspirations for becoming a voice actor. They had these um, books on tape that were fully produced with oh, sound cool. effects and, and full, full dramas, you know, fully acted and everything um, with cast, full cast and everything. And, uh, and I used to fall asleep to them. And I, I only had like two and I would just keep putting the tape in and, you know, whatever. They were so good. Oh, my God. Uh, so and if you those, ever, I don't know if you can still I, find those anywhere. Those but, came yeah. with books, didn't they? Wasn't it like the, a... And they were like 30 minutes long. Turn the page when you hear the bell. No, they didn't come with books. They oh, were up. Okay. You could get. No, because they were fully I'm trying to remember. It came in its own package and you would open it up and it had two cassettes and it was all awesome art on it and everything. But uh, check out. Yeah. Tales of the Jedi audio book tapes. I don't know if they still exist anywhere, but it'd be amazing to. I'm sure someone's that. uploaded it on I, YouTube or yeah. something. I wish more franchises in the West uh, do audio dramas because Japan does it like all the time. Like yeah. uh, they full voice acting, full sound effects, full everything. It's basically like, like they did one for Jojo's, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which is one of my favorite uh, like manga and anime series. And uh, it was like, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, this is literally just a, an episode, but like in audio format. That's so cool. Yeah. So Yeah. That'd yeah. be so yeah. sweet for them. I mean, people are into podcasts and stuff now, and and like Audible and stuff. So like, let's let's bring back the audio drama. You know, uh, have you guys know, listened yeah. to any of the any of the Star Wars but the Star Wars Audible stuff? I've been meaning to listen to Ahsoka because I finished Clone Wars, they... and I know, yeah, I know that she actually she doesn't help form the Rebels, but I know she basically she's one of the very first Rebels, and she becomes Leia's uh, scout. Leia and her dad's, uh, well, not, yeah, well, Bail Organa and Mon Mothma's, yeah, she does all the, right, uh, the work on the field. They are, they're also fully produced, so you get speeder sounds, laser sounds, there's music behind them, they are amazing. Like, I like that. I, and, and I honestly, I like the books better than the movies, just because there's oh. so much stuff that they leave out of the movie that, you know, gets put in the book. Um, it's, it's great. They're they're fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you can listen to the books, listen to the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, I, was, go I, ahead. I was just gonna Are say, like, gonna... I'll I'll tell you guys, you know, in part two, a really good book that you should listen to with Audible. 
<laughs> I, I remember um, re- hearing that in the episode three novelization, the part where Anakin gets denied the rank of master, uh, a part of the reason why he gets so mad, not just because he's worked so hard, is also because um, if he was granted the rank of master, he would be able to go into the Jedi archives and find out more about uh, Darth Plagueis and like the secrets of saving lives by using the force. But that wasn't right. in the movie. Yeah, it was it was in the book. So, um, yeah. Yeah, they do so okay. much more stuff in there. Like, uh, the, there, there's a whole part in uh, Last Jedi that makes a lot more sense. Uh, uh, there's a there's another good part that's in. Uh, uh, well, it, it makes it makes you not really like Ray a lot in the book. Uh, in at the end of uh, Force Awakens, because uh, she kind of she it basically implies that she thinks uh, Poe's pretty hot. Uh, and while Finn is like in a back to tank dying pretty much fun times and she's just like oh he's cute and you're like alright Ray I got you uh, he is but he is yeah still yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I guess love. yeah finally we do have Ahsoka so we've get, we have a, a big Star Trek fan Rosaria Dawson uh, returning as Ahsoka Tano to be she- Ahsoka. was she was she on your podcast at some point i know i wish she oh. was she i got i got uh she's on last kids on earth she plays rezok and my character gets beaten up by her and possessed by her multiple times so wow. <laughs> that was pretty cool so you yeah. basically get your ass kicked by ahsoka tano basically um That's fantastic. yeah yeah uh, new Ahsoka, I guess. I guess older yeah. Ahsoka. Um, I think Ashley Eckstein is uh, Clone Wars Ahsoka. Yeah, she's and, she's right. Clone Wars Ahsoka. I think Rosario yeah, yeah. Dawson is like perfect casting for that. Oh, she oh, was great. like I I was worried because like Ahsoka's like one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. I watched the Mandalorian episode. I was I was sold. Like yeah, I was immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She. I don't know what she did. She must have done her research because you could just see on her face that like she's been through a lot, which is at this point in time exactly what ahsoka is as a person like she got betrayed by by the jedi people thought they could trust she found out her master is darth vader watched all her clones die uh you know so mm. all that all that stuff lost some of her friends through space time um yeah i but, wonder uh, i wonder how where where this uh where this is going if this is going to pick yeah. up you know when she's still on the run, like before, like, it, or is it going to like happen after rebels and maybe oh, I think it's, that it's the Mandalorian timeline. Oh, it's, it's, I think so it's absolutely going to be it's concurrent. Okay. I think, I mean, rebels ended like right after return of the Jedi and the ending scene was with Ahsoka and, uh, Mandalorian's like three years after return of the Jedi. Five. So is I think Ahsoka is sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I I'm think just... it's like two or three. Okay. I think it's like two or three. Uh, Ahsoka is absolutely going to be a a, a rebel sequel. I think. Okay. Like, like, I mean, I, you I probably was won't have to, like. Yeah. Are we going to find, or is she going to try and find Ezra? Is is that? Gonna oh be yeah. I mean, she, like, I think that would be really interesting for them to go in that direction. I mean, she's lit- She literally said in her episode that she's looking for um. What's, what's his name again? Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah, and Thrawn. That's my favorite Star Wars. And Thrawn. Character. Yeah, and Thrawn, Thrawn and Ezra disappeared together. So, yeah, it, it's confirmed. She's still looking for him. The can thing I'm wondering, real, though, because I have quick. Can we just do a real quick flash yeah. casting for Thrawn, who you want as Thrawn? Yeah. Jason Isaacs. Uh, Mads, 
Mads Mickelson. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Mads, Mads Mickelson? Yeah. That would be good. That would, Michael that Fassbender. Would no, wait, he Michael. was already in Star Wars. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Mads was. Yeah, yeah Fassbender, yeah, Fassbender. Yeah. No, no, Fassbender, Fassbender. is perfect. Fassbender He's perfect. Really good. I was thinking Tenet would be pretty fun just because he could bring David a little Tenet? bit of. Yeah, he could bring a little bit of that crazy in there too when we yeah. need it. I realized that Mads was actually already in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I just remembered. Yeah. He played a small part. Um, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, yeah. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Um, oh, um, oh, yeah. So I haven't actually watched all of Rebels. I, I know some of the story. But basically, um, Rebels ends with uh, Ezra and Thrawn going through like space-time together. And rebels and and then it does like a time skip to like fifteen years later or something, and it ends with Sabine, who is actually a Mandalorian, uh, and uh, Ahsoka going to search for Thrawn and Ezra. So I I absolutely think that uh, it's going to be about finding them, and I'm curious as to where Sabine is now, because I. Like what happened to her? I have no idea. I was kind of thinking like when we first knew about Mandalorians, I, I was kind of thinking that's what they were going to do. I thought it was going to be Sabine uh, in there. Yeah, I'm honestly shocked that Sabine hasn't oh, been introduced into the Mandalorian yet because I think she's going to be introduced next because, I mean, we had Bo-Katan who was uh, the rightful leader of uh, Mandalore. She was given the Darksaber and then somehow... Uh, Gus Fring somehow gets it, and uh, Los so Locos. yeah, Los Poyos Hermanos, and yeah, he's <laughs> he's obvious, she's obviously trying to get it back at, in order to help take back Mandalore. So, um, I honestly think probably the next step is Sabine because before Bo Katan had it, Sabine had it, so yeah, yeah. so maybe she could have some clues. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting, like for sure. Yeah. Like, there, there's definitely a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, is there anything that you would like to see? Like, my 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 only issue with this is, um, I like my favorite book series of any of the Star Wars stuff is the Republic Commando stuff. That was like yeah, my cool. bread and butter yeah. by Karen Travis. Loved it forever. Like, it's it's still I still have them in my library, and I read them. You know, maybe like cool. once or twice a year, like I or once or once every couple of years, just because I I love that series so much. I wish that we could do something with that because that is my one. Issue. Okay. Like all of this stuff is like rebel centric and Jedi centric, hmm. and I don't like the Jedi. I think they suck. Oh, like, that's oh, just wow. that's just okay. me though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we can get into that in part two, but like um, I've I've just never really been a Jedi fan. About about the Republic Commandos, they're actually in Clone Wars. They have a bit part. One, yeah, one. Yeah, but that means <laughs> the, the game. Him. Their games are no, no, no. It's the group from the Republic Commando video. Oh games. yeah, Niner and Seven. Yeah, and... they're in, they're in Clone Wars. Um, but like only for like a a little like scene. Um, which means I think those games are canon. The thing I want to be canon, um, which I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have been talking about, is I want. Starkiller back, uh, which was the main character in The Force Unleashed, Darth Vader's oh, apprentice. Right, right. Oh, yeah, who Sam Witwer also voiced before he started voicing Darth Maul. So I, I would really like him back. I would like somewhere. 
Oh, totally. I would do um, both are video game also. Uh, either Dash Rendar. Dash would be amazing. Dash is the Empire. I think he's actually. I think they actually confirmed recently that he's he's canon. He's, but he's a completely different character. Right. I think they. Um, yeah. I guess yeah. You could you couldn't really. Well, no, you could do Shadows of the Empire, but it, it intersects with like Han and Leia and all that, so it would be hard. Uh, well, it also but, intersects with Rogue One, isn't it? Doesn't it? Because isn't it about like re- getting the Death Star plans? Isn't that? No, no, no. That's Dark Forces. That's Dark Forces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But on that note, that was going to be my other character. I would love Kyle Katarn from because he's got an amazing arc in the video games. He starts in Dark Forces as like smuggler who's trying to get the Death Star plans, mm-hmm. um, and then you know. The sequel's Jedi Knight, where he finds out, yeah. you know, he goes on this journey to become a Jedi, and then, uh, like, yeah. it's just fantastic, fantastic story, and he was a great character. Maybe so they, I, I, yeah, I, I think I was thinking of Katarn and not, and not Dash Rendar. You could right. Kyle totally Katarn and Andor, maybe. Yeah. That would yeah. be a cool, like... Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't super cool. played Shadows of the Empire, so who is... I know Dash Rendar, but I don't know who he is. Like, I know the name. He Dash, was, he, he's basically he's, a smuggler. He's friend. He's, he's like a Han Solo type. Yeah, okay. he was buddies he's with Han, and he had the Outrider, which I had the toy of, which was that was like a Millennium a Falcon shit, yeah. mixed with like a B-Wing, so it like yeah. could like pivot. Oh, and, oh like, yeah. They could also yeah, put him in the really Lando cool. series the, during like yeah. Donald Glover's episodes. That you could, again, you could put all these characters that used to be canon in, in certain Virginia, places yeah. and they would work. Like um, Thrawn was, was non-canon for a long time. In because he was yeah. in the the 80s and 90s novels, yeah, and then they made him canon. So I mean, it's po- anything's yeah. possible. You Heir could, to the Empire, yeah. which I think is one of the best Star Wars novels of all time. You could put um, you could put uh, um, Dash in Rangers of the New Republic. You could throw him in there, yeah, like yeah. give yourself yeah. a brand new character and be like, "This is the new Han Solo." Yeah, totally. Since we don't have one anymore. <laughs> yeah, I would also like to see yeah. uh, a. You know, we have all these shows that are all action-packed and the force and blasters and stuff. I just want a Cheers set in Cantina on Mos Eisley. <laughs> yeah, that'd never, be, you that'd never that'd leave be fun the bar. For like, I think a couple. So you're talking about a sitcom? I think if they did like a couple. A sitcom, I want a Cheers yeah. <laughs> with Space Norm. Okay. Space Norm. Um, I want it set in the Mos Eisley Cantina. And I just, you know, just for something different. So every time Space Storm walks in, everyone goes, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Every now and then the stormtroopers kind of walk through and everyone gets all uptight and stuff. I think it's great. <laughs> I want them to, I hope, I want them to cast Norm MacDonald as one of the characters. Speaking of, speaking of Norm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he'd, he'd fit in like a space canteen because he's in the Orville. He's in the Orville as, as well, which is Seth MacFarlane's oh, uh, Star Trek show. I love Norman. Yeah, he is. So he plays that giant blob alien dude, yeah. and I think he could he could work well in in a show like that. He could be the yeah. bartender. Yeah, get more comedians in there. <laughs> Bill Burr's fantastic. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, he could be. Bill Burr's fantastic. Get more comedians in there, please. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I would like a. Uh, <laughs> I want okay. So uh, I I said next episode, but anyway, uh, my favorite Star Wars books is lo- like in this new uh, part of Star Wars canon is Lost Stars. It's <clears> by <throat> uh, Claudia Gray. It's about two kids. They grow up on this planet. Uh, he's rich. She's kind of poor, and they their whole entire goal is to join the Empire. So they go and they they join the Empire. Uh, she's stationed on a star destroyer, and he's like a pilot. And then the Death Star blows up, 
and then the, they had some friends on the Death Star and it gets wiped out. So he starts having like these, you know, trepidations about the Empire, like they don't really care about us. So he ends up joining the Rebellion and she's still part of the Empire, but they're also like childhood friends and in love. And I'm a sucker for a really good love story. So <laughs> I was like, in. Um, so like, that's what I want. So like, there's this whole bit, like he's, he's on Hoth. It basically mm -hmm. follows them from the end of, uh, Revenge of the Sith all the way up through the Battle of Yavin. Uh, well actually into, that? uh, the Battle of Jakku. So like, it goes all really? the way through. Yeah. Wow. Like at that the end of the book, really like unique, like that entire that entire thing sounds yeah like at the at unique. the end of the book uh it, like that star destroyer on Dracu, that's her ship so it's there's this whole oh, entire really? thing yeah like they meet they meet young uh princess leia back in the day mon mothma's in it like they do a lot of really cool stuff uh it's, fantastic. it's like star wars for is cool Gump kinda yeah and like the, the, it's, it's it's a love story throughout very romeo and juliet like he's nice. he's rebellion she's empire um and it's just phenomenal like i i love that book Did, yeah. and i would love for them to make a mm -hmm. series about that it would be perfect on disney cool. plus Nice. Did did anyone read the Darth Vader comics, the new ones, which I've heard are fantastic? The, I've uh, I've only it's... read like what happens in them. I've not actually read them. Yeah, there there's this there's this character in it who's I think a scientist, and she she's straight up like she she is this I think she's like this super hyperactive scientist for for Darth Vader and apparently she's more evil than he is. So and she goes so out of whack that Vader actually ends up like letting her go or something like that. And then she got her own series. Um what I I guess what I'm trying to say is I would really like a villain oriented show. Yeah, me too. Like, totally. Yeah, from the yeah, villain. Absolutely. Yeah, from the villain side. Yeah. We don't have anything yeah, from the and I think, in this um, stuff that I'm and I'm really kind of sad about. Yeah, like, and I feel like in, the, in yeah. the old days, like in the video game days, you would have games like TIE Fighter or whatever where you would just straight up play as an Imperial. Mm -hmm. what, what I find in this yeah. new era is that every time it's like, oh, it's a thing about an Imperial or it's a show about an or it's a game about an Imperial, like Battlefront 2 or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah. it's always about the story of how they realize it's wrong and then become mm -hmm. good guys. And it's like, well, I just I want to just see the story about the bad guy. Yeah. Like, you know? I don't need to yeah. see the redemption arc. I, I mean, know that, what, like, if, yeah. you know. I mean, I mean, get it, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why those those arcs in Clone Wars about Darth Maul are so great because you really get to see like how smart he is. Like, he, if Palpatine didn't exist, he would be the smartest character in Star Wars. Period. Like he he is always two steps ahead of everyone else, always. And the only person that isn't is Palpatine, and. What I absolutely love about the final arc of Clone Wars is, is that the entire arc basically uh, it takes place d like during Revenge of the Sith. It's like it's on Mandalore, so it's like concurrent with uh, Revenge of the Sith. So Ahsoka's on Mandalore while Obi Wan and Anakin are saving the Chancellor, and basically Darth Maul's taking over the planet. So the entire time he's kind of just thinking to himself, like he's sensing stuff, like okay, something's about to happen. Palpatine's about to do something. And then further and further you go into the arc, you start to see like his face start to like change and you see, and Sam Witwer, because he's such a good actor, you start to hear like 
the farther it gets into the arc, the more scared and fear, like fearful he starts to get. And there's this fantastic scene where he just says to his henchmen, we got to get out of, we got to get out of this galaxy. Like right now, like we have to go right, right now. We have to get out. Cause once something's about to happen that will completely change the face of everything we know. And we cannot be here for that right now. So yeah, we nice. need to go into hiding immediately. Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome. Nice. Um, I think so. That that's uh, that's yeah. good for part one. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, you know Star Wars again in part two. So uh, where can everybody find uh, you guys social media wise? Uh, Adrian, I'm oh, Andrew, uh, I apologize. That, Andrew, like, where can we find? Everybody you? calls me Andrew. I don't know why. <laughs> I, everything's my name, Adrian Petru. Uh, so Twitter, Adrian Petru. Instagram, Adrian Petru. Um, that's yeah. Nice. That's, uh, you know. And Jason, it's Justin. But yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, none of none of my socials are my name. Uh, so Twitter is uh, at symbol a boy Simpson at a boy Simpson, and then uh, I just got that. <laughs> I literally then, just got that. I'm not kidding. Is you. that Principal Skinner? I've never understood why. And then um, okay, anyway, sorry. Instagram. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. I like being here for that. And then Instagram, maybe a little too genius. That's pretty good. Uh, and then Instagram is uh, Simstagram. Nice. I don't get that one. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Nick, what about you? Um, oh, um, I am Nick double underscore Wolfhard on Twitter. And I am the Wolfhard on Instagram. Sorry for, for talking so much this podcast. I feel like I I might have taken up a lot. I don't... No, <laughs> you're very, very knowledgeable. Knowledge. Yeah, I, I was very riveted, oh. actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> nice. And, and we'll put everybody's social media uh, in the show notes so you can find everybody. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom uh, and on uh, Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, you can check out our video content on YouTube and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Uh, guys, thanks again and uh, stay get ready for part two where we. I don't know, but I think we talk Halo or something. <laughs> Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>